Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. Hello and welcome to My Brit Rest Journey on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined by a wrestler born on the streets, the heart and soul of the council estates, one half of Preston's greatest tag team, Kaysen Riley. How are you doing, Steve? Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing, sir? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Good. I'm straight off my on show debut. I've not had a match yet, but I, made, I got onto a show. So. Yeah, I saw. I saw. I love it. <laughs> Not as terrifying as I thought. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it's been planned out for weeks, so I was my anxiety knew what's going to happen. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it was the same. It's I feel like when it comes to that week, everything just it just feels like it's just pressuring on you. It just feels like a push, doesn't it, towards towards the actual day? Well, we got to the kit and I was like, "What are we doing? What's what's the entrance? What are we doing?" <laughs> so I just went and went. What do I do? <laughs> go, come on, or something like that. I just <laughs> and then just literally went round. And so we had to kind of waste time. For um, Stan Evans was running a bit late. He, had, he was coming for another show, so we had to kind of just make a go. Yeah, he was he was wrestling at this is wrestling, so we had to kind of make, oh, yes. set, yeah. make the second half of the show slightly longer. So it was like, yeah. So I I literally <laughs> high fived every child. Made <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just to waste an extra couple of minutes. <laughs> you know what? I've never, I've never heard Dan to be late. He's always been on time. Well, he's he was, been he, doing show. Wasn't late. He was just that he was on a different show, so it was just like it was just like it was getting to because we had the semi main event, and he still wasn't there, so it was just trying to make as much and make sure he's there. <laughs> but, yeah, apparently he was stuck in traffic. So, it was like, so. yeah, yeah, he got he got there in the end. So it's like, just had to waste time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. But yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, so, yeah. So we we started off as super baby faces. By the end of the segments, we had joined the bad guys. So yeah, I saw I saw that he turned heel as well at the show. I didn't see any footage. I just saw some photos. Yeah, and I was like, oh god, that was quick, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm interested to see what the in-show logic of us beating these people up, going backstage, and then five minutes later joining them. They haven't actually told us the reason. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we get brainwashed because he's a cult leader. So. Oh, fair, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's safe, it's safe one. Just punches somebody in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so how your, how's your 2022 in ring been so far? You know what? It's It's been an absolute blessing. I think yeah. this has been like my breakout year this year. Because mm. um, this year I made my debut for the actual uh, PCW main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I was just on the open rings that we do Yeah, um, I was on the open rings and then I was on a couple of top rope shows uh, in Burnley just to get some experience yeah and then, we always look um, them top rope shows the matches I've yeah seen. yeah I was on the first four I was on the first four like before they moved out to different venues mm-hmm. um, which yeah I am I am grateful for because I'd got some experience from them but um, after after I wrapped up with top rope um I think it was back in March, we did a Road to Glory tournament uh, for PCW. Yes. And uh, 
there was an issue with the venue like last minute they they double booked oh no <laughs> they 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 double booked with um mma like and they messed up big time like big time so we ended up moving it to the actual academy the pcw um academy because mm. it was literally like on the day that we found out they were double booked oh wow because a couple of days before <laughs> they were still saying it, they were still saying it was fine <laughs> um and then basically uh somebody couldn't make it because they were ill uh i can't remember who it was but i was told i was wrestling that day i was like oh god and um, the debut for the I, main roster was in the tournament yes yeah yeah <laughs> in the tournament yeah um it was very last minute about about 10 minutes i think i had 10 minutes to get ready and to plan oh, wow. something uh, <laughs> it was against um it was against drill actually oh well you can't ask for anyone better really um, i couldn't i couldn't like and honestly uh we had about 10 15 minutes to plan because we were on first uh and then i found out i was going over which was more of a shock <laughs> um literally like debut walked into the road to the tournament and ended up beating drill i know it's not like it's not something i like to bloat about but I feel like in your debut against someone like that, it's something I'm quite proud of, really. Yeah, again, proves the second round, because the winners of that tournament in the past, there's just literally, some their names have been in it, certainly. Cause, but, like, it's crazy, because, like, the open rings, you can wrestle anyone, and I'd, I'd never wrestled somebody with as as much experience as Drill, mm. so to me, it was a very big deal. Um, like, what, like, like, before my match, I was, like, ner- like, it was the most nervous I'd ever been for a match in my life. Like, because there's about 200 people in this little academy building. Mm-hmm. You make it. You're making your uh, entrance from this little box, and um, it's just crazy. I was like, some people aren't going to know me because obviously the open rings. We usually get about 30, 40 people in there, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then just like when my music hit and I came out and everyone started screaming, it. I, I feel like it just made everything feel more relieved. Because um, there's nothing more awkward than than coming out and getting absolutely no reaction, like at all. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Um, I had a really fun match with Drill, and like he he looked after me. Uh, he's also one of the most nicest blokes you could ever speak oh, to. Amazing. Well. Yeah, he's absolutely quality. I was I was speaking to him earlier actually. Uh, I think we message now uh, once or twice a week usually, just about something funny. Like it's just the most random things. <laughs> yeah, that was that 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 was a big shock for me. And then uh, ended up going through to the second round, and then I ended up wrestling uh, Jack Morris. Mm, he's great. Um, yeah, and he's he's a lovely guy as well. Um, we we went to Mega Slam, and my seven year old was convinced he'd seen Justin Gabriel because we saw Jack Morris. <laughs> I mean, I've, 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 I've not I've not never corrected him, so he thinks he's seen, seen Justin Gabriel now live. So. <laughs> you know what? Now I think about it, he actually does look a bit like Justin Gabriel. Like, now now you pointed it out. Well, he, might, he must have been. Oh, he must. He's either just turned six, or he was about to turn six. He must have been like five, late five, early six. Yeah, so he's still convinced he's seen Justin Gabriel live. No, <laughs> never, got, never got to correct him. So. Is it, to be fair, Jack, Jack, Mor- uh, Jack Morris, he's quality. Yeah, he's great. Um, really, really good. Um, he was dead polite as well, and I think he knew I was nervous. Um, and he just, he just took his time, and he went, he went over stuff for me a lot. Uh, he spoke to me as well during mm. it, looked after me. Uh, obviously, obviously, he, he ended up winning. Um, <laughs> it was actually, it, it was actually, uh, it wasn't a clean finish either, which I give him props for. It, it, it kind of put me over in a different way by yeah, cheating to win. Um, he got and all then, the finals, well, didn't he? So it's like, yeah, it he went, he went all the way to the final, and I think it was Priscilla who beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because it was Pride, Pride of the Ring, where Priscilla went on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, just and then we had another show in the evening, like Road to Glory, the, the final round, and then I was in a tag match with uh, Rossi Rascal um, against Death Row, and that I wasn't I wasn't expecting to be on the third match, uh, like on that like, the third show, and then since then I've been on every single show since then. Oh, really? every single show. Oh, amazing! <laughs> it's. And then uh, I've done I've done other places as well this year. I I did a I did a tag match for uh, Target Wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think it was February. I was visiting uh, Sammy Sparks. Yeah. And um, Fulton King. I was visiting them, and um, somebody got ill, and I just because I went training at the Target Academy just for an evening, and I just so happened to take my gear just in case. I always take your gear. Always take your Then I ended up in a random tag match during the night, which was. Incredible as well. I mean, I took I took I took fifteen minutes of heat, but it was definitely worth it. <laughs> De- definitely worth it. Um, and then, yeah, like I can't I can't give them any more thanks for that. Like they didn't didn't have to do that, but they put me on the show. Uh, me and Charlie Rose against uh, Damon Havoc, and I'm gonna get his name wrong, but I think it's Kaiju Kaiju Kaiju. Yeah. Um, honestly, and everyone everyone at Target was really lovely as well. I, I've met some really lovely people at these places. It's it's crazy. It's it, it it's so nice to see such a welcoming community in in wrestling still. Um, did a did a few shows for the Barracks uh, in Stoke, mm-hmm. and now when we're moving back to Leeds, uh, I'm still doing PCW like that's like that's like my home place. Uh, it always will be. Um, I'm now. Have you heard of UKW in Leeds? Yes. Uh, I'm there now as well. Um, I they've got a YouTube show, haven't they? Yes, yeah, yeah, they've got a Wednesday Genesis, night show. Yes, yeah. yeah, Genesis, and then they've got a Friday night showdown. Um, and again, last week I took my gear. I had my first match on Ignite <laughs> last week. Um, and then I ended up wrestling again uh, last night, and actually I pinned the champion last night as well. Oh, which really? was uh, yeah, I know, like it was it was crazy. Um, I can't I, honestly like everyone there so lovely as well. Like I was a bit nervous because when we're moving back to Leeds and training somewhere else. Um, I was like, oh my god, I'm I'm going to be like an outsider. They're not going to let me in. Uh, they're going to think I'm different because I've been training elsewhere. I've been yeah. different places. But they literally opened their arms and they, and they, and they took me in. Oh, um, nice. Literally, it's they've got such such lovely people there. I can't thank John enough, and I can't thank um, JPR as well, Justin. Hmm. Uh, such lovely people. And then yeah, I'm now on Wednesday night ignites now, which is a permanent thing, I assume. I challenged him. For his, I, I've challenged him online for when he comes to the Island Temple to do his training. So he said he is. That he's going to give me a title <laughs> match. And he said yeah, yes. So. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like I can't, I can't fault Justin for anything. He's he's such a humble, humble man. Um, he did, and he does commentary for Ignite as well, which is really cool. Yeah, we've watched a couple um, of episodes. And yeah, that's that's literally what my journey's been this year. I've got I've got a few more shows this year left, but uh, that's my journey so far this year. How do everyone? This is the Maestro Philip Michael, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Right, so this usually gives away your age. So, who was your rest- favourite wrestler growing up? Uh, <laughs> right, so must have been 2005. I started wa- I started watching wrestling because uh, I've got two older brothers. Uh, one's 30 years old, one's 27. Mm-hmm. Um, my favourite wrestler is the Undertaker. Oh wow! It was Jeff Hardy. There was something about The Undertaker like as a kid. Like mm. it's like I think I was yeah, it's two thousand and five, I'll 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 have been five years old. Um so yeah, 
Undertaker to me was scary. I, like, but he was like a good scary, like a cool type of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved him. I loved Kane. Like 2005 Kane, uh, just after he unmasked, was my favourite Kane, by the way. I know some people don't like him unmasked, but Slow, Me- <laughs> Slow Chemical is one of the best theme songs they've ever mm-hmm. produced. It, it's quality. Yeah, I like quality. the first like 18 months of unmasked Kane when he just went. Well, he, did, he didn't have his physical scars. It was actually emotional scars he had. He was covering up, and I was like, I was like, it's a bit hokey, but it, it, it got amazing. So because like, so, we were all expecting this burnt face, and it just had a bit of black smudges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, he had no eyebrows. That was it. So he's been wearing a mask because he had no eyebrows. <laughs> the 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 wrestler who scared me uh, as a child. Uh, me, me older brother still, me older brothers, they still pick on me for this, because uh, it, <laughs> it was, it was quite funny that, uh, do you remember when Snitsky went bald and he like had like yellow teeth? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that theme song traumatised me as a child. Um, it's, it, it was, it was like, it said his name in like a really, dim, like, in like a really demon voice. Mm. And it sounded like something you'd hear from Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, it, oh, it, it was horrible. Like, I can remember being a kid, about six, seven years old, and, Running out the room because I, I hated hearing that song. And Snitsky, when he had yellow teeth and he was bald, was the most scariest thing in the world to me when I was little. There was nothing worse in the world. Absolutely hated I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna have to look after look after his theme after this. I can't think what it was. But I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 2006 is when I got back into it for a bit. Yeah. Because so, I wanted to see the new ECW. The new ECW. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was, it was fun for a bit, <laughs> and then uh, and then came two thousand and eight. <laughs> I think I stopped watching it again by then. Okay, I kept yeah. There was a while where I was going in and out. So then yeah, my son, my start, my son started liking it in two thousand eleven, and then I carried on with it ever since. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, because I can remember watching. I can, I can remember watching SmackDown on Sky Sports and East uh, Side I think on a Saturday morning or something mm. like that. And all I can remember from the 2000 and like 10 ECW is Jack Swagger and uh, Zack Ryder when he used to wear them god awful like half tights, half, half drums half, things. Yeah. Oh, they were horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, so what prompted you to don the tights to get in the ring yourself? It, it was it was more. I used to feel like the black sheep of the family uh, mm-hmm. because there's I've got two other brothers and I've got a little sister. I always felt like I was the odd one out. Like my sister was creative. She got mm-hmm. good grades at school. Uh, my older brother uh, is a boxer um, then my eldest brother was really good at other stuff uh, he also played football yeah. like they all had something special about them whereas I always felt like I was that child who felt like I had nothing that made me me um, once my older two brothers like they don't really watch wrestling anymore uh, mm-hmm. but as I got older I just said to myself when I'm when I'm 18 I decided I, 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 I was 18 to do it yeah, because uh, I just felt because I knew I was going to go to university, um, and I knew I could like start my own life away and just explore myself. So I went to Preston when I was eighteen, nineteen for university, and it was more of an idea of looking for a wrestling place than it was chasing a degree. Like I told my yeah. family, I was chasing a degree, <laughs> but I'd known for years I wanted to wrestle, and yeah. um, be, being fifteen, sixteen, and travelling to places to wrestle is quite difficult. Mm-hmm. especially when you're not really taking serious at 15, 16, asking to be a wrestler. Um, I did do a month at a place called Grapple, uh, Grapple Wrestling in Leeds, but that's gone now. Yeah. Um, I did it, for, and 
just even that month alone, I knew I knew there was something in me that felt like I belonged in a ring. Mm-hmm. And then just as time went on, I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the plunge. So I moved I moved to Preston uh for three years. And then literally my first month there, I went to the guy who does like all the sports for like the uni like for like the university societies and I'm like, Do you know anything about this? And it turns out I found a guy called Carl Carl Brown. Mm-hmm. Um he's like one of the man he's like he's like one of the leaders at UCLan Sports uh for for the uni. And he was like, I actually know a guy who like coaches. Um and he gave me uh Sheikh El Sham's email. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just out of the blue it was like yeah, here's here's Sheikh El Sham's email. Um just email him, so I did. Uh and then two days later I ended up at the PCW Academy. Um walked in there, did my first session, and I haven't looked back. I've been doing it ever since. Oh my God. How did you feel after your first session? Because I couldn't walk for four days. <laughs> oh, honestly, um, I think <laughs> literally uh, I went on a Thursday, so I had I had like over five days to recover because it was because it's a Tuesday Thursday pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on the Thursday, and it was like, oh, uh, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna teach you how to do some squats, uh, pushes and sit ups. Uh, so we did that, and I think he did. I think I had to go for like a hundred sit ups, push ups, yeah. and uh, squats, and it was. Wow, and even just after doing them, it it, it was enough. I thought yeah. I thought nah, I can't do this. Um, then we did some rolls. It taught me how to bump. Um, and honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah rolls were a bit inter- rolls were a bit interesting because I was like, can you do a roll? I said, I haven't done one for about thirty years. But I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite weird because like I, I had no idea what I was expecting. Like all these other guys are doing it, and he's like, do a roll. And I'm like, what? And he's like, do a roll. I'm like, what type of roll? He says, just a shoulder roll. I'm like, okay then. So I do a roll, and um, I think like I caught my head the first time because I didn't tuck my chin. Uh, and obviously like rolling is the teacher to like tucking your chin more. Um, and God, just that first session absolutely killed me off. Um, but I went home smiling. I can remember getting, I can remember getting into bed. I didn't. I don't think I even ate much that night. Like I got because I was just so exhausted. I got, I got. Into, and this must be about half, half ten. And I was a uni student, like, I, yeah. I was fresh at uni, I should, I, should, I should have had so much energy, <laughs> but I just got home after that one session, and I think I slept a good 12 hours, mm. I, 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 I slept like a, like a baby, it was yeah. absolutely horrendous, but the next day I couldn't walk, like, my legs just felt like jelly. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't walk for four days, I was like, oh. well, I could bend, <laughs> bend my legs, like, oh. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever done it, I probably had done squats in my life, but I hadn't done them that many <laughs> yeah because I feel like I feel like when you do it in the gym it's so different to doing wrestling stuff mm. like there's there is nothing like wrestling like there's nothing like wrestling cardio it absolutely it, it's just so different even when I used to play football as a kid like the cardio is so much different in wrestling so mm. much different your body's not used to it you've, you've got to get into a conditioned state just to just to be acceptable sometimes mm. it's oh god I'd <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, because I think I'd, when I first started, I didn't get why they knack you out and then you do all the technical stuff, but I get it now. It's like, yeah. So, because yeah, in a match, you have to be. But, yeah, but I, I hate grapes. I hate doing the grapes in the corner. That's about the only thing I don't really like. So, but I've got to, yeah, but I was quite unfit in May when I started, but I've got better. So I'm, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm super fit, but compared to what I was five months ago, yeah. You definitely feel it, don't you? You feel a difference at some point. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was 
in February last this year, I was 17 stone three, and I just I was 14 11 when I weighed myself the other wow. day. So, wow. so, so. Hold on, hold on. I'm thinking most of that must be muscle as well, and I've got hard bits <laughs> which I've never haven't had. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, when I first started wrestling, yeah, um, I actually have uh, you might have seen a photo on Instagram. I don't think I've posted it for a while, but uh, before I started wrestling, uh, just before lockdown, I was ten stone. Oh wow! Um, and now I'm fifteen. I'm fifteen stone now because I put I put a lot of time into the gym. I uh, started eating more. Because I think I think I think lockdown uh, motivated me in a way mm. just to just to do better and yeah like went from ten stone to fifteen in the space of like six months yeah I oh, I, yeah. I just just worked hard for it during lockdown I went up to eighteen stone and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I got back down to about sixteen and a half now Christmas I put I put another some weight weight like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So was the like the Undertaker who wants like mould your style around when you start training, or did you have like no? So weirdly, like I won't lie, uh, I think I was one of those typical trainees. I wanted to come in and do all the AJ like AJ styles <laughs> and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was cool, uh, I thought it was clever, and then like when I started getting into it and started doing more stuff, I was like, you know what, these time of like move sets aren't for me. No. Um, I mean, back when I first started training, I was I was I was ten stone, so I could I I could do more flippy stuff. But I don't I don't I don't really do flips. It, it's not my style at all now. Um, I've I've always been a big fan of Dean Ambrose and uh, Cactus Jack and that yeah. type of style, which which is what you'll see now in my matches. People like Kevin Owens. I'm I'm more of a brawler than I am like technician and high flying. Um, but I love the character side of the Undertaker, which I think is why I, I looked up to him a lot because I'm quite big on character stuff. Uh, I love I love characters in wrestling, love them. Yeah, it's the best bit. <laughs> yeah, give me a good character, a good storyline over a good match. I'll be like, happy. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, and it's why I kind of like going to different indie companies and just watching because you see so many different people now, and I I tend to watch the character now more than I do the wrestling sometimes. Um, I, I know you need both. Like, it needs to be a good wrestling match to work, but I feel like. If you've got a good character and it can be a good wrestler, then I think you're smashing it. I mm-hmm. think I would I would rather a character tell me a story. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, I got into wrestling in the early nineties when everybody had gimmicks and stuff. And the the yeah. wrestling was never amazing, so, so. <laughs> it's kind of a bonus if you had a good match. But there was more of the story. Oh yeah. I mean, Hulk Hogan only had like three moves, didn't he? Yeah, well, they about that, um, his, his like legendary matches against like Ultimate Warrior and. Andre the Giants, but you don't watch. The, they're not technical classics in any way. The first like five no. minutes of Hulk Hogan Warrior just them pumping into each other, like, shoulder, <laughs> shoulder blocking each other. <laughs> but it's but it's a story about it, though, isn't it? It's a story mm. that makes it legendary. It's like the yeah, the unbeatable Hogan versus the undefeated Warrior. One of them has to lose. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you have an idea of a character when you start training? And how has it evolved? Oh, so wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so when I first started wrestling, uh, like um, I actually had a open ring uh, match three months into training. Um, biggest, ugh, I shouldn't have done it. Like I am grateful for it, but like I watched back my first two open ring shows before lockdown, and wow, <laughs> wow. I I just want them to be scrubbed away and deleted. Um, I think it's what I know now to what I didn't know back then that makes me a bit embarrassed about watching them back. Yeah. 
Um, like, I had no character. Like, my first ever open ring show uh, was on, it was in January. Uh, January 2020, I made my open ring debut uh, under my old wrestling name, uh, CSR, which I thought was cool. Uh, I thought having initials was cool as, as a name. And basically, I was only put on the show because, again, somebody somebody couldn't make it and there was a free spot. And I thought, why not? So all I had was some boxing shorts, <laughs> some boxing shorts, some uh, thermal tights and a thermal top. So <laughs> I came out as like, uh, there used to be this wrestler called Mark Alexander Price before um, COVID hit. He used to come out with like a little whistle and he would like wear like a suit and the whole idea for this open ring was I was like his bodyguard. I was an all black. I had some wraps on. Uh, so I kind of played the bodyguard role. Um, in that match, I literally just took, like, I took a super kick, a black mass, and a spiral tap, and that was it. That was the finish. I took three moves. Uh, that was, that's all I did. Like, that is literally all, like, I literally tagged myself in and took three moves and then got pinned. Uh, I kind of enjoyed being, like, a bodyguard to him. Because, mm-hmm. You see on on NXT nowadays, a lot of the future like stars and most wrestlers have been like security guards, haven't they? Yeah. Um, I was very arrogant uh, when I first started. Uh, I thought like I thought I was cool. I thought I was flashy. Uh, like I won't lie. Like I thought I thought I was really cool. And then I think well, I I had a second match in the February as a face because the first one I, I played heel. Uh, I was a face, and I literally just wore some boots and some god awful cycling tights from Amazon. Yeah, and I, I watched it back over day, and uh, wow, like I'm actually mortified. Like I couldn't, I, I, I had to turn it off. I had to, I had to take it off my phone. Oh. Uh, it, it, it's still, it's still, it's still in my archives on my computer, just for like memory's sake, just to say like that was my first like singles match. But um, never again will I watch that match back ever. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> my opponent was, uh, my opponent carried me. JKS. Uh, Justin Kendall Sadiq, um, brilliant guy by the way. And then when I was starting to think of a character, lockdown hit. Uh, so wrestling just, you know what happened? Like wrestling just dried up. Wrestling just dried up and nothing of it. I actually had no thoughts of a character. The the only time I ever thought of a character. Have you? Uh, do you do you play video games at all? Or are you aware of video games? That's some plays. Uh, so basically, there's this video game called Fallout. It's like it's like post. I know, I, I know of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like like blown up. I, w- I wanted to do like a uh, like a Fallout character, come up with, with like a, a grey dust with like a grey duster coat on, uh, blue tactical pants. Probably spend hundred pound getting a pit boy on my arm just just for a prop for the ring. And I wanted to be built from like the West Yorkshire wasteland because that's what that's what that's like that's what the wastelands are called in Fallout, like the place that you run around. Uh, and I pitched it, and yeah, nobody liked it. Um, <laughs> And now I think about it, I'm 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 kind of glad because I just I just don't think it would have worked. Uh, but this was two years ago. Uh, I recently it's, it's translating what's in your head, what to what yeah fa- what fans it's, will get. It gets like it's the fans need to understand what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I honestly I, I didn't have a gimmick until last year, like when I first started like wrestling like on different shows. Um. Just before everything started to open up again, we did a. Skype call on the PCW chat uh, with my coach at the time. We were just talking about gimmicks, and it came around to me, and I was like, "Look, I've absolutely no idea what gimmick I could do. I feel like there are so many gimmicks now that have been done, um, and there's so many different wrestlers in the world now. It's hard to know what's original and what isn't. Mm-hmm. 
and so speaking to my coach he gave me like um like a raven look he was like he gave me the idea of me being like raven from ecw with the checkered shirt and stuff like that uh i wanted to make it my own so i did i, I did use the denim shirt you, you might actually know on my instagram i used to wear denim shorts mm-hmm. um and then i thought you know what i want to make it mine i want to make this mine i want to change some stuff so i ditched the denim shorts and i got some like blue jeans you know like blue denim joggers that look like jeans mm-hmm. that's what i wear so i can wrestle in them jeggins, so comfortable. yeah jeggins. <laughs> yeah jeggings joggers <laughs> joggers um and i actually painted them ones that you've seen uh the, the blue ones I, I painted them last uh myself i got some fabric print and i just painted some graffiti on it oh cool um because the whole idea of wearing the jeans was I wanted... The more that I play the face character, and I've noticed a lot of kids, it, it's usually a lot of kids and young adults who usually like cheer me on because it's like Council State vibes, it's like cool, isn't it? And I wanted kids to to see just because you're from a council state or from like a low-income area, you can still be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kept like the ripped stuff, like the ripped leather jacket. I, I, I did the whole rips in that myself. I wanted to start making my gimmick mine something that's different so i spray painted my uh my joggers painted them um the checkered shirt fair enough people wear checkered shirts but i have a different whole meaning for the checkered shirt which i'm actually going to do a promo about in a few weeks uh, nice. wink wink um because <laughs> i actually do have a back there, there, there actually is a backstory behind the checkered shirt but i'm actually planning a promo like a two-minute promo explaining why i wear it um but yeah i wanted to make it my own so i put Put I put all the grit, I put all the uh, spray paint on, and I wanted just to show kids and people around who watch me wrestle. Just because you're from a low income area, you can still be a wrestler. You don't need fancy tights. And I thought, you know what? If people don't get that message, that's fair enough. I'll try something else. But then I actually had kids come up to me, and they actually said to me because I wear jeans as like clothing, they actually do look up to me. Like I've actually been told by adults that the kids really like it, and they feel like they can do it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which honestly, it that that makes wrestling more valuable to me because I'm at the point now where I love it. I absolutely love it. But if I can send a positive message out to families and to kids who are from low-income areas, that just makes it even happier for me. Like I am, I'm, I'm over the moon with stuff like that. Like it, that that means the world to me. That's a lot. amazing message to get out. Yeah, that's a great message. Nobody should ever have to feel excluded from wrestling. Like it's yeah. for everyone. Yeah, it's one of the most inclusive. Communities I've ever been around. Just like, anybody, you, see it, yeah. like, you see people who can't afford to come train, or they can't afford to do certain stuff. And I just want to show people, like, just because you can't afford it doesn't mean you can't do it. Mm-hmm. There's always a workaround, something, and that's why I wear the ripped. Like, honestly, them them jeans now they're going to shreds. Like, it's going to the point now you can you can almost see my boxes on like the <laughs> right side. Yeah. Um, but when they go, I'll just I'll just use my other pair. I'll paint my other pair, and I'll and I'll carry on that message until. Eventually, I have to change something else. Hmm. Um, but I just, for now, I just want to show people that you can beat anyone from anywhere, and you can still be successful. You can still have fun, and you can still wrestle. Because if I've, if I've done it and I've shown that message, then I must be doing something right. And I'd rather do that now than anything else. I want people to go home happy, feel like they can do it, hmm. and they've had, and they've enjoyed the night. That's that's my important to me at this point. Like just making sure the fans are having a good time, they feel safe, and they're happy. And they oh, go amazing. home knowing that they've had a good night. Yeah. Do you have a wish list of maybe like people you want to work with or uh, yeah. maybe, oh maybe the next year or so? 
Oh my god, yeah. Like, I, uh, so I I had a match with Jack Johnson back in February, but I would love. I yeah. Uh, yeah, the the only match we've had one on one together was a uh, street fight. It was our first encounter, <laughs> um, and he he is absolutely one of the most down to earth guys I've ever met. I absolutely love Jack to bits. I'd love I'd love I'd love another match with Jack, just a normal one on one. Jack Nudson as well. Yeah, I'd really want to work with Jack Nudson. Uh, I want a rematch with ben, Benjamin Harland. I had a match with Benjamin when I was very green. Yeah, it wasn't it, like there was a few slip ups on my end. But this was like when I was like brand new to like wrestling. Sounded um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we had a match at the academy as well, uh, and we'd met in a few tag matches before. But I'd love to have him, uh, knowing what I know now, because I'm a bit, I'm a bit more experienced than what I was last year. So I'll definitely want to work him again. Um, I would love to work uh, Kane Corso again. Uh, you know, Death Row. Death Row. Okay. Um, a, dr- a, dr- a dream match for me personally because. We've only ever had matches in tag matches. We had one singles uh, at a Wacky World show, but they're not really like... They're like camp shows then. Mm-hmm. So we've never had like a proper one-on-one where it's been involved with a tag. I've always wanted to have like a feud with Jack, uh, well, with Kane Corso, because outside of wrestling, he's one of my closest mates. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of my best mates, and I'd, I just I would love to have like a free show feud with him, just yeah. back and forth. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, because I feel like, I feel like because we're both kind of brawlers, so I'd love I would love that back and forth. Like I would I'd, I'd love that best of three. I think it'd be really really cool. Um, I'm also dying to work with Priscilla as well. Yeah, I'm really really want to work with with Priscilla. That'd be a nice um, styles as well. Yeah, because we, we, we were talking the other week and we actually did come up with a couple of ideas if yeah. if, it, if it were to happen, and we was like we need to do this at some point. Like even if it's face if even if it's face versus face like. There's so much stuff you can do. Um, I've worked with Joey Hayes a couple of times in tag matches, but I've always wanted that one-on-one with him as well. Like a lot of my dream matches, uh, stuff I've already had in tag matches are like multi-man's, but mm-hmm. I want a lot of I want a lot of uh, single matches. Uh, I love. I wrestled Sam Gradwell a couple of weeks ago in a tag oh, wow. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, literally, like the day he was allowed to wrestle elsewhere, uh, Danny Hope couldn't make uh, the PCW show, so it was me, Dan Evans. Uh, versus Joey and Sam Gradwell and yeah like it, that absolutely blew my mind like I was trying so hard not to fanboy <laughs> like I was just chatting to him like like proper like professional and like in my head I'm thinking oh my god yes <laughs> NXT, NXT UK wrestler I'm buzzing buzzing um, and he's he's such a he's one of the funniest blokes I've ever met he's a really lovely guy um, and then I, I do eventually want. Uh, I do eventually want a, a match with uh, Dan Evans as well. It's one of the best. Yeah, I want him. I want him to be the heel as well because I've seen him. I've seen him be a very nasty bastard when he wants oh, to be. Yeah, I've, I've never seen him work face before. I've only ever seen him as a heel. So. Yeah, he works face with me at PCW. Yeah, um, which is weird because I know everyone's only seen him as a heel elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think that's like I know I know there's more names on top of my head. Uh, there is one name. Uh, that I can mention because, but I'm I'm wrestling him on Saturday anyway. I've got him at uh, the Leyland Show, uh, Rabbit. I'm wrestling Rabbit Saturday, which I'm he's really cool. looking forward to. He's something I haven't seen live yet, but I really want to see live. <laughs> I mean, there is a show Saturday for to come watch. Come watch me take on Rabbit Saturday. I'm, I'm extreme fields this Saturday. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, TNT's on it Saturday as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's, there's so there's so much wrestling nowadays as well. 
Like, mm. there's just so much going on. Like, I don't think there's been a weekend where there hasn't been like a uh, like a wrestling show, like at all. Yeah, when, when we get when we got out of lockdown, I think over about a ten week period, I think we went to eight shows. Just, I think the kids were that like, oh, we need to go see live wrestling. So we're like, oh, the Ratners, Britannia were doing a show in Wrexham at a carnival. Should we go watch them there? And then, yeah, it was like, just, yeah, just get live wrestling in them. I just, I just, I just, like, <laughs> loved it. <laughs> to be fair, you can't, you can't have too much wrestling nowadays. <sighs> it's, it, I feel like, I feel like the Northwest is, is quite strong, but I know, did you see Jack Johnson's tweet the other day? Uh, it proper blew off on Twitter. Um, about recommendations to promoters and them using the same people stuff like that. Mm, no, I'm not. Uh, basically, I don't tend to go on Twitter that much anymore. <laughs> oh, it, it's it is one of the worst apps I've ever used. <laughs> it's it is it is horrendous. It's just full of negativity. But um, it mentioned a tweet about how promoters ask for recommendations, but then ignore everyone and then just use the same people over and over again with the same matches. Um, I know a lot of people agreed with that. I I I agreed with him. Because you do see it, and I think one of the biggest issues with, with the north northwest at the moment is there's a few clicks. Mm-hmm. There are a few clicks that people don't like. Um, whereas me, like I just, I just, I just want to wrestle. To be honest, I just, I just want to wrestle, have fun, and just that's all it should be. We we all get along, we all have fun, we all wrestle. But sadly, it can't be like that, can it? In wrestling, sometimes. Mm. Yeah, I said I said at this wrestling island show on Sunday. I think there was forty six wrestlers backstage. I think because he, he had wow, this, yeah, he had a tag team Royal Rumble in the middle of the show. <laughs> I think it was twelve teams in it or something. Wow, so, yeah, so half. Yeah, if you're on the fir- if you're on the if you're on the second half of the show, you couldn't get changed until the <laughs> half time because there was just no room backstage. <laughs> oh, that's mental. <laughs> 46 wrestlers is a lot of people in one yeah. little room. It's a, great, it's, a great, it's a great thing about Wrestle Island. You get to have a turnover of wrestlers. Yeah, you get to see new wrestlers all the time. It's great. You get to have like a core, but around that core. Yeah. Changes a lot. Yeah. I've been, I've, I've been told at the island shows you'll always meet someone new. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, that's fun though. Like, it, and Wrestle Island is a, a very good example. Like, there's, there's a lot of rotation of new people. I think like everyone gets a shot, everyone, everyone gets a chance and everyone has fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of companies uh, should start taking chances on new people um, because you might end up hitting a star with some people. Yeah. Um, it's like what you said then, like it's you see new people all the time, which is which is nice. It's what wrestling should be like, like give new people a chance um, <clears throat> because there's so much talent out there that's not being used. Uh, like for example, I'll I'll use Jack Johnson again. Jack Johnson, I think, should be everywhere. Yeah, I bet he has um, seen him at Infamous. Yeah, that 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 guy, um, and I'm not just saying this because he's one of my best mates. Like I, I've been saying this about him before. We were even quite good mates. He he's quality. Mm. Like um, also, uh, she had an actress up at, up at Target Wrestling. Oh, he's brilliant. He's absolutely phenomenal, and there's so much stuff he's taught me. Um, but but like I want to I want to see more Joey Hayes as well. Like Joey Hayes, Danny Hope, they should be in more places as well. I know they do a lot of uh, stuff in the Northwest, but I want to see them go elsewhere. Uh, Joey and Danny have taught me a lot these last few months because I've got to work with them, uh, and I think and I think they must get annoyed every time I go up to them and say thank you because I must thank them about five times every time that I see them. Uh, and it's and it's the same with Shady as well. Like, I'm glad there's guys like that around uh, because they do help out a lot and they do they do they do give back a lot. Really nice people. Um, 
But yeah, Shady should be in more places. Jack should be in more places. Um, Death Row as well. Uh, Kane Corson and Dan White. They should be. They should be dominating the like the tag scene everywhere. I've, I've never seen them as a tag have a tag team match. I've seen them at a show doing two. I think they had singles matches on the show. I've never seen them together. Yeah. Hold on. I've seen them on telly, but I've never seen them. On yeah, the like well, they're the tag champs now. PCW. They've been mm. uh, champions now since August. Yeah, since August, I think. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah, a good. What we on now? October. Four months. A good. Yeah, good four months. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, they they should be in more places. They, like they are a quality tag team, and they look menacing as well. Like they actually look like a really menacing tag team. Um, I mean, I should know because the bad me for like for the last eight months <laughs> since March. I think, I think, I think nearly every other show we end up in some sort of interaction and we end up having a scrap. It's, <laughs> it's, and I, I, I never get bored working with them because we always do something to outdo the last match or like yeah. the last spot that we did. And because I'm quite good mates with them outside of wrestling, um, we just know what like what we can all do now and what we all enjoy and what ideas. Mm. Um, but yeah, they should be in more places, and, sa- and same with um, same 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 with Priscilla. Mm-hmm. I want to see Priscilla go in more places. I know I know they've been down south uh, a few times as well. Priscilla's been down south a few times, and I think Priscilla was recently on was it uh, the Commander Show uh, Spectrum Wrestling. I'm not sure. Priscilla Pr- Priscilla was on uh, Jim Sterling's mm-hmm. promotion. Yeah. They were there. Uh, but yeah, there's just so much talent that's not getting used in in so many places. So many places, it, it it it's crazy, and there's so many people that I see that I really want to come over to different places. Um, but yeah, I just I I just wish there was a bit of more rotation because there's so many people out there who deserve chances who just aren't getting chances. Mm, definitely, completely <laughs> yeah, agree. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of the point of this podcast as well to get younger people's name out there. This is Jack Johnson, and you've been listening to BBG Wrestling. Salford. If you're a promoter for a day, promoting an event, so if you're some wrestler you've worked or trained with, wrestler associations to you in some way. If I give you a match type, you'll tell me you put that match. Okay. Okay. And as it's your show, every match can be intergender, three way, four way, five way, pro silly stipulation or if you want. It's up to you. <laughs> cool. Lovely. So, you'll be in your opening uh, contest to get the crowd excited. So, uh, I actually put because uh, I assume you you'd want me to put myself in there. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because I because I didn't realize it was from my promoter's perspective. I was just like a dream card. So uh, for me, <laughs> uh, it was me, Dan Evans, and Jack Johnson uh, taking on Death Row and Philip Michael in Ooh. a um, yeah in a uh, six man for the All Star Trios title. I would just I was <laughs> looking for at this point. Yeah, because I've worked, I've worked with Phil. I've worked with Phil uh, a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I've worked with Defro numerous times. Uh, and with me tagging with Dan and having chemistry with Jack, I just thought it'd be a really cool team. Um, I thought it'd be a really, really fun little six man to like open the show. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> uh, the next match I had on my list was Polish Barry yeah. versus uh, Drill for the heavyweight title. <laughs> I was going to say I, I, a, I, a comedy I, match. So I think that could be fun. Both, both um, there's there's a, there's another comedy match that you might not be expecting <laughs> as well. Uh, I'm trying to remember because I put the notes in my phone, but uh, I had a tag match after that, and it was Act Two taking yes. on uh, Sammy Sparks and Fulton King from Target Legends Never oh, Die. Yeah, they're cool. 
When my girlfriend calls Act 2 the tambourine boys, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know what? I haven't seen him, I haven't seen him since uh, the last Barrack show, which was like April, so I'm due, I'm due, I'm due to meet with them. Yeah. They are quality people. I do, I do miss them both quite dearly. Yeah, they're on the show at Dund- on Sunday. They'll be great. I had, oh right, so I had a fatal four way. And it was a it was for the All Star title, which I just I just called, uh, <laughs> and it was Shady Actress versus Joey Hayes Ooh. versus Danny Hope, and who was the fuck? Oh, is it? Can I just check my notes real quickly? Yeah, <laughs> I had I had I had it in the notes. Uh, oh, it was Sam Gladwell for the All Star title. Oh, well, he's a, yeah, we could make a legend. Oh no, wait no, wait no, sorry, sorry, I messed <laughs> up. Uh, Shady is in a, a is in another match. It was Joey Hayes, yeah. Danny Hope. Jack Morris and Sam Gadwell for the All Star title in a fatal four way, uh, and then I had a female uh, match on there because I've, I've I've only ever worked two females. Yeah, uh, it was Taylor Valentine from Top Up Wrestling versus Harley Hudson. Yes, love Harley. Yeah, I've, I me and Dan worked at the Ring Rats back in I think it was July. Uh, it was the, the the July Rumble that we had, and we had them in a tag match, and they were so fun to work with. Um, they actually are, and, and they're really polite people as well. They are yeah. really nice people to work with. Yeah, she's lovely. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> Tyler was one of my first matches after lockdown, actually. Hmm. Uh, it was a triple threat, an open ring. It, it was the August, it was, yeah, it was literally uh, the August last year. It was me versus Benjamin Harland versus uh, Tyler. Oh, fun. <laughs> which, which, which was a cool triple threat match. Yeah. Uh, I had. Oh, right, here we are. I had Shane and Actress taking on Gabriel Lee from uh, Barracks. Have you... I think you know Gabriel Lee, don't you? He comes out to the Power Ranger theme, doesn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. quality. I absolutely love him to bits. And, he, and you know what? I had no idea. Like, I thought he was a lot younger than, mm. than, than what he told me. I thought he, I thought he was in his early... I thought he was in his early 20s. He's not... Uh, no disrespect to him, if he ever seen this. But, like, I generally thought he was in his early 20s, but he's not... Mm. I won't reveal his age because, yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, right, so this is my favourite comedy match I think that I came up with that I was really, really looking forward to see. Uh, Ax- Axel Strife versus Wing Commander Nash. Yes, that'd be. Like that. <laughs> I, literally, when I was writing my list um, yesterday, because uh, I did half it yesterday, and I was, uh, I was thinking, oh my god, what if Axel went against? Wing Commander Nash, and yes. I would just, I would just, I would just sat in my head thinking of so many spots that they'd end up doing, but because they're so, they're so unpredictable, mm. I have no idea what they'd come up with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm actually wrestling Wing Commander uh, t- uh, tomorrow in Leeds. Oh, amazing! It'll be really fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, and then my final match, I had Jordan Kane from PCW. Um, he's relatively new to the main roster PCW, but he's got a lot of talent. Like. He wrestled uh, James Mason at the last show. Oh wow! And he also, yeah, yeah, like that's, yeah, it was, it was, it was a really fun match actually. Uh, I had him as the face actually. I mean, he's done a lot of heel stuff, but I've had him as the face against Chase Alexander. Oh, I love Chase. Chase, I've, I've, I've met Chase twice, and he had all the time in, in the world for me. Like he gave me a lot of feedback and stuff. Uh, I wrestled him in a triple threat match with Shady, which was a, uh, that was a really fun match. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that? Was, where did you find that? Was it on YouTube or something? On YouTube, yeah. I just wrote yeah, yeah. Casey Riley versus, and that was one of the matches. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was my eight-man dream card for people who I've worked with. That's amazing. That would be a fun card. 
I was quite happy with it when I finished it. Yeah. That was fun. I'd really like to watch that card. <laughs> <It's laughs> well, great, hopefully yeah. one day if I end up making my own counter state promotions, we'll, uh, <laughs> I'll book it for if you want. <laughs> Some great names on there, because it's really only been wrestling for like 14 months. So it's like, yeah, it's, like, it's... I've, I've been I've been so privileged to wrestle some amazing people this year, hmm. uh, and I'm going to take time now just to thank because uh, I know some people will probably listen to this, and if any promoters have listened to this, who I've worked for uh, a massive thank you to every person who's taken a chance on me. Um, I've I've had fun everywhere that I've worked. Um, I've never had a disagreement with any promoter. I've I've always had fun with them, got on with them. I I, I go around and shake everyone's hands. Um, I am literally here to have fun and to make memories. It's it's one of the best things I've ever done. So yeah. Oh, basically. Right, so where can people see you in the near future? Uh, tomorrow I'm at Classic UK Pro Wrestling. Uh, every Wednesday night you'll catch me on Wednesday Night Ignite, I assume. So yeah, you anything UKW related. Uh, on Saturday the twenty, is it the twenty ninth Saturday? Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, it's me taking on Rabbit in a uh, nightmare on Leyland Street match, um, <laughs> which will be quite fun. Uh, November, I'll probably be at UKW all week uh, for for the Wednesday night. Uh, catch it on YouTube. Just type in Genesis Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, the tenth, the tenth of December, I'm at Blackpool for PCW. Uh, we're back at Flamingos, and then for the seventeenth of December, I have two. Sh- I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing double that day. Uh, I've got a kids show for Rossi Rascals uh, Pro Wrestling Academy mm-hmm. uh, for cool. the kids, and then I've got uh, we've got Wacky World, the Inflatable Park. The, the same day, and that's that awesome. is as of now. That's what I'm booked for 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 the for the rest of the year. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, sounds fun. All right, so um, do you want to promote your social media before we go? Uh, yeah, so Instagram, uh, it's Kason underscore wrestler one oh nine. Uh, Twitter, CSR underscore wrestler, uh, and that's it. I do have a Facebook page called Kason Riley as well. So for, yeah, feel free to give them a follow if you fancy. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I'll put links in the description below the interview if anybody wants to follow you on anything. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. That was a lot of fun. So. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've got a lot more to say as well. Like there's a lot more we could probably go into, but uh, I'm definitely down for a part two. Definitely right. down for a part two. 